everybody, and welcome to Coach's Corner. Maybe it's because it's Scorpio season, but I have been getting a lot of questions about anger and having a lot of coaching calls with people and just running into people who need an anger release. And I've talked about anger release. I've given you the free download, christinehauser.com slash anger release, where it's an excerpt from Expectation Hangover, where I teach you how to do it. However, I thought on today's podcast, I'd really walk you through why releasing anger is so important and how you can do it. Before I dive into that, I want to explicitly say if you have had a ton of trauma in your life, if you're in a very actively traumatic situation, doing anger release on your own without a facilitator, without someone there holding space is generally not a great idea because you don't want to take yourself to a place that becomes scary or becomes too much for your nervous system. You've heard me talk about on the show before, like when we're really in the heat of something really, really traumatic, sometimes what we need is not big, huge, active energy like an anger release is, but more resourcing, more replenishing energy to get our nervous system recalibrated a bit. And then we can do the more somatic work. And I would consider anger work, somatic work. So again, if you are feeling like you're in a really activated trauma state, you're having panic attacks, you're in fight, flight, or freeze, you cannot regulate your nervous system, then this probably isn't the best time to take yourself through an anger release. It's more the time to work with a trained practitioner or even before that resource yourself. Now, if you are someone that, of course, you have your stressful moments, you still have moments where you feel things from your past, possible trauma really trigger you, impact your life. You're not regulated all the time, but for the most part, you can get yourself back to a state of equilibrium, but you just know that you've got some anger in there, or maybe you don't even know that you have some anger in there, but you feel apathetic or you feel really irritable or you feel like a lack of creativity or a lack of passion or just you have no motivation. Generally, those are signs of needing to do an anger release. I want to just interject here before I go on to let you know about the awesome deal that Organifi is having through the end of the month. In honor of celebrating National Pumpkin Day, they are doing free shipping on all orders with gold pumpkin spice. Through the end of the month, their Black Friday Cyber Monday deal also runs November 20th through 27th. You can stock up on your green juice, your red juice, your immunity blend, or really take advantage of their pumpkin gold blend, which helps ease your body into a calm, relaxed state with nine soothing superfoods and one delicious tea. This would be a great thing to drink after an anger release. It'd be the perfect thing. So head to Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash over it, or use promo code over it at checkout. Again, Organifi.com slash over it. So let me just talk a little bit about why releasing anger is so important. Anger is a big energy. It's a big energy and it sits on top of our passion. It, we, all, we hold a lot of anger in our core and our core is our central seat of power. It is where so much of our trauma can get stored. 
but it's also where our passion lives, like our second, third chakra from our, you know, our pelvis up to our abdomen. There's just so much creative energy and passion that can come from there. And if we have a lot of repressed anger, a lot of repressed rage, often it feels like we can't access our passion. So if you're someone that says, well, I don't know what I want to do with my life, or I don't feel passionate about something, it might be because of repressed anger. If you're irritable or snippy, could be because of repressed anger. If you feel like you've just got a lot of anxiety and you're just running like you're wired, like you've had a couple cups of coffee, could be repressed anger. If you feel like you're carrying a lot of resentment around and you know you want to get to forgiveness of people, but oh, you're just having a hard time letting certain things go, there's going to be a lot of repressed anger. I could go on and on with examples of repressed anger. Pretty much everybody has it. (laughs) Whenever I facilitate my women's retreat and we get to the anger burn section, a lot of people say, well, I don't have anger. And I say, well, I promise you do. (laughs) Let's just create the experience for you and see what you you can tap into. So anger is, like I said, a very powerful and useful emotion if directed and processed and released in a healthy way. Unfortunately, we live in a world where so much anger is expressed in a very unhealthy, abusive, often fatal way. And so the more and more of us that can take responsibility for our own anger and then teach that to other people and teach it to our children, then collectively we're starting to shift our relationship to anger. Because what happens is it either becomes a covert or overt thing. When we have anger that we don't deal with, it is either overt, we use it against other people, we become aggressive or irritable or blamey or passive aggressive or any of those things, or it's more covert in terms of we keep it inside and we just build resentment and we build up walls and anger can make us sick. Unprocessed anger can truly make us sick because it is a huge energy to hold inside. And like I said, it disconnects us from our passion, from our life force. So the healthy release of anger, I mean, it's been a game changer for me, truly. I always know when I'm feeling depressed or irritable or just really short that I probably could need a good anger release. So a couple of things I want to say before I walk you through how to do it. Anger can feel really scary for a lot of people because you grew up in a chaotic home. You grew up or you were around a lot of fighting, a lot of yelling. Maybe you even grew up in a war zone where there was just so much violence around you. And so you've probably at a very young age decided that anger is scary and anger is bad and you don't want anything to do with it. But where does your internalized rage go? Where does your anger about growing up in an unsafe environment go? And if you're continuing to be scared of anger, including your own anger, that's not very empowering and can perpetuate staying in a place of victim and staying in a place of not never really stepping into your warrior energy. So let me talk about the warrior archetype for a moment. The warrior archetype is not gender specific. It is an archetype we all have access to. And the warrior archetype fights for something, not against something. So much of the fighting and violence that happens in the world or even in a home is an againstness. 
you made me mad. I don't agree with what you believe. And therefore I'm going to project all my anger at you. A warrior fights for something, for freedom, for liberation, most of all for love. So when I facilitate someone through an anger release or a group through an anger burn, we get into our warrior energy of tapping into that. I'm fighting for love. I'm going on the battlefield of love. This is not an againstness. My intention here is to get to my own freedom and liberation and not only do it for myself, but do it for all the people in the world that don't have access to be able to express the way that they need to express. So that warrior archetype has an open heart as well and is willing to go into this battlefield of love and feel the really big feeling of anger so they can get to a deeper feeling of love and liberation and passion inside of them. So if anger still feels really scary to you, if you're not ready to do an anger release, then you can start with writing an FU letter. And I did a podcast on that back in July, how to write an FU letter. I'll link that in the show notes. You can refer back to that. That's a really, really good place to start. But woof, I cannot say enough about how doing anger releases has changed my life. And I want to distinguish the difference between a true anger release, like I'm going to teach you and walk you through versus a cathartic release. So I would describe a cathartic release as going to a boxing class, going to a rage room and breaking a bunch of stuff, going to a workshop or a seminar and like everybody's screaming and getting, you know, anger out. And all those things are good. Those are great cathartic releases and it can feel really, really good but often there's not enough context. And often we, without the right words and setup, we can't really take ourselves into the actual anger that needs to be expressed. So cathartic releases are great. They often just don't go as deep as an actual anger release process. So let me walk you through an anger release process. The first thing that I suggest doing before you do an anger release is actually having a good cry. So what happens for so many people after they have an anger release is they collapse into sadness, especially women. They go have a big anger release and then it's just like we collapse into sadness and we feel absolutely exhausted. A effective anger burn may leave you tired, and physically, but you also have like all this like energy because it awakens Kundalini energy within you. So after an anger burn, after you learn how to do it correctly and take yourself through a couple of them, you actually, you know, you may feel physically tired, but you're also going to feel alive and awake in a way that you probably haven't felt in a while. There's, there's some adrenaline that happens. That's a really, really healthy release. So I encourage going to the sadness first because when we do anger and then sadness, it just kind of drops us back down into that heavy collapse energy. When we do sadness and then go into our anger, it's like we've moved the grief, we've moved the sadness so that at the end of an anger burn, we can actually get to our passion and our joy. So you want to start off letting yourself be sad letting yourself cry or write or talk out loud about what's made you sad, 
what's broken your heart, what's really hurt, like let yourself grieve, let yourself have the cry. And after you feel like you've rode that wave of crying, then you're going to move into the anger burn. So what you need for an anger burn is a quiet, private space. If you live with people or you live in a building, you might just want to tell people that you're going to do this. <laughs> Maybe say you're doing an acting class or it's some somatic training that you're doing. You can also scream into a pillow when you get to the vocal release part to muffle the sound, but it's really great not to have to muffle yourself because how often have you been either physically or metaphorically muffled in your life? So being able to yell and scream and use your voice is a really important part of a release. So you're going to want a quiet space, a pillow, I really love taking a pool noodle, a foam pool noodle, and cutting it in half because it's a really great thing to hit with. It doesn't hurt on impact. Um, when I first started doing anger release, I used a tennis racket, and I get pretty sore because, yeah, that's a different kind of impact. Um, but a pool noodle, you're not going to break anything. You're not going to hurt yourself. So that's what I recommend using. So get something soft, soft but firm like that that you can use to whack with. And... Another thing that I love to do before a good anger burn is to just channel that warrior woman, man, person inside of me, like really feel into what does a warrior look like? Like, do you see yourself on a horse? Do you see yourself with a, you know, with a sword, like charging into the love battlefield of love? Like what comes through? Like, how do you tap into that warrior? And a way I love to do this as well is get a picture of my inner child, get a picture of me as a little girl and go, oh, wow, that's the person that I'm fighting for. I'm fighting for her freedom and use that love, use that compassion, use that connection as your inspiration to go into the burn, go into the battlefield of love. If you want, you can make a playlist that you can start once you begin the burn. That's some hardcore music that just really gets you going. You can light a candle if you want to kind of clear the energy, but really all you need is you, a pillow, stuff to hit, a foam pool noodle, and some Kleenex because you may cry and that's okay. And I'll talk about that. So you set your intention, you channel that warrior, and then you just start to think about what makes you mad, what pisses you off. Or maybe there's a certain situation that you're really, really angry about. Like, I'm angry because I'm not where I want to be in life. I'm angry because he cheated on me. I'm angry because whatever, just fill in the blank. I'm angry because I'm angry because I'm angry because you can also use fuck you because and really, really go for it. You want to use words. And trust me, once you start using words, you'll just know where to go. Now, the words may not come right away, so you may just start with hitting the pillow or the ground or the wall with the foam pool noodle and just like that whacking sound and that energetic of hitting and then just start to just like, I'm angry because I'm angry because, and just see what comes out. Now, very important note here, you never direct the anger at yourself. So you'd never say, I'm angry at myself for being so dumb, or I'm angry at myself for not telling the truth, or I'm angry at myself for ruining my career or whatever it is. You do not want to do self-directed anger. That totally defeats the purpose. You're going to go into judgment and directing anger itself just recycles it and it's completely unhealthy. So you can go, I'm frustrated with where I am in my life. I'm frustrated that 
I can't figure something out, but never like, I am so mad at myself that I can't figure something out. You can be frustrated with the situation, but you don't direct that anger at yourself. You could say, I'm frustrated at the fact that I continue to beat myself up and I can't get to forgiveness, but no self-directed anger. Now, you can direct the anger at others. I'm angry at my mom because I'm angry at my ex because I'm angry at my te- this teacher because I'm angry at so-and-so because, and this isn't about them ever knowing This isn't about some voodoo doll, psychic energy, like any of that. It's about getting the anger out that you have, because believe me, if the words come out, it's in there and it's better out than in. It's much healthier for everyone involved if you can get your anger out. You know, it's so much better for me if I do an anger burn, if my husband really pisses me off and I go do an anger burn, I'm like, I'm so angry at you, Steph, and I just get it out with my pool noodle. And then I go have a conversation with him because then I've gotten so much of my anger and my trigger out that I can actually have a conversation with him where I can speak vulnerably, take responsibility, make my needs and requests known. And I'm not just so, so triggered. So anger work is just a brilliant thing to do if you're really triggered and you need to have a conversation with someone. So you can go for it. Use all the curse words you need. Really let people have it. And this is what makes a true anger release different from a cathartic release is you're using words. I'm angry because this happened. I'm fuck you because of this. Like, And you just see where it takes you. And you see what your body does. Trust me, your anger will lead. It will lead your body. You may want to crawl around like an animal. You may want to lay on the floor and kick, especially if you've been in a position where someone ever has been on top of you, like kicking them off and be like, stop it. No, get off. Like really using your body to move in ways that maybe you weren't able to move it (laughs) at the time it really needed to move. And trust your process here. When are you done? You'll know when you're done. You'll know when you're done because you'll feel empty. So you want to imagine that an anger burn is like the ocean and you're starting out way kind of deep in the ocean and you're just riding the waves all the way until you get to the beach because you may think you're done. Give it time. Take a few breaths and see if there's another wave, but you'll really know you're done when you feel empty and you actually start to feel like, oh, wait a second. Like, I actually feel kind of good and I actually feel empowered here. And I actually feel like I want to kind of dance around or I want to laugh. That's eventually where you'll get. To me, anger work is so necessary before we get to forgiveness of someone. Like it'd be wonderful to just let stuff go and get to forgiveness. And maybe you're at the spiritual level where you can do that. And you have the consciousness where you can just boom, let something go. And it's just out of your consciousness or you can meditate your way out of it. I've never been able to do that. I've really needed to do the anger release first so that I can get all that raw, superhuman emotion out. And then I can eventually get to forgiveness. So after you empty, after you do that amazing burn and you start to feel like, oh, I'm empty and I've got this energy inside of me, you might want to dance around, you want to celebrate in some way, and then you just want to lay down, put one hand on your heart, one hand on your belly, and then do any forgiveness that you want to do. You know, I forgive myself for buying into the belief that my innocence was taken from me. I forgive myself for judging myself as a doormat all these years. I forgive myself for judging my ex as ruining my life. 
or whatever the forgivenesses are. And then it's beautiful to put on a nice song or a nice meditation where you just kind of come back into your body and let everything, like imagine that everything that you release from your body is just like melting into the floor. And that's a beautiful way to end the process. Now you may be someone who just has so much life force that you don't want to lay down on the floor. Like you want to create, you want to journal, you want to dance and you just want to be free of it. You just want to be done. And like, I don't even need to do the forgiveness. I just feel really free right now. So either way is great to end. I really trust your inner wisdom on that. So again, anger release, anger work. It's such a huge part of our development. It's a huge part of our growth. It's a huge part of our freedom. And it's not a one and done. I wish I could say you could do one anger release and you know, you're done forever. I know that the women who come to my retreat, we do such a massive anger burn that they're empty for a while, Uh, but you may need more. Well, not may, you probably will need more of these. Anger release is an amazing tool to have. And the more adept you get at it and the more you do, the less emotionally constipated you get. And so they don't need to be super long. Like now my anger releases, I can go in my room and like three to five minutes. And I'm like, okay, that is empty. I'm out. When I first started doing anger burns, it would take me a lot longer because there was a lot more there. So just trust that this is a tool that is ongoing. And the more you do it, the more you have access to the passion and the freedom and the liberation and the forgiveness that lives inside of you. So I hope this is helpful for you. Again, you can go and download my anger release at christinehasler.com slash anger release. I said a little more here that's in that download, but the download walks you through the steps of how to set up the burn. So that can be helpful as well. So take advantage of this Scorpio season. You know, a lot of people think Scorpio is a fire sign, but it's actually a water sign and water represents the emotional level. So water signs derive their strength from the psychic emotional realm. So that's why doing some anger work now, and if you're listening to this out of Scorpio season, no problem. So that's why doing anger release now when we're in this water season, this Scorpio season is so palpable, but like do it anytime. Seriously, I cannot say enough about how powerful anger release is. Again, so I hope this was helpful. If you have more questions about it, hit me up on Instagram. I can try to answer it and follow up podcast. I'll put the link to the how to write an FU letter in the show notes as well. And I'm sending you so much warrior energy as you go and create your anger burn so you can step more into your passion and let stuff go that you've been holding in your psyche, in your body for so long. It's time to go fight for love. Until next time, everybody, much love and many blessings.